It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. I want our guys, the best of the best, are never satisfied. But I, I expect us to be on another planet defensively. Uh, you know, everybody else can talk about, you know, projection of rankings and all those types of things. I just want to see improvement in, in all the, the basics, the fundamentals. Our guys played with good effort last year. Um, we just didn't play or co- coach well enough in a lot of areas. And again, we got to continue to improve with our fundamentals. You know, our techniques, uh, our understanding, and again, the physicality that it takes to win uh, and win with, with great defense. And at the point of attack, we we weren't very good last year. And, uh, you know, we got bullied around and beat up too much, whether it was outside on perimeter screens or at the point of attack on the quarterback counter. There's University of Oklahoma head football coach Brent Venables talking about the defense. He expects them to be on a different planet from what they were last year. Um, I do too. I, what all planet the, was all, it on last year? It's not Pluto. Back to, yeah. Uh, I expect it too. I just, uh, I, I just recognize that it doesn't just happen because. Um, you want it to or that guys have another year under their belt i mean that that all should help but i mean there's a lot of work that you have to put in to be able to to be a competent football player in this day and age with uh with all that they're trying to do defensively and and what teams throw at you on the offensive end and and how quickly it comes it's just there's a lot to it and we got ground to make up I feel like we can. We just we've we've got a long ways to go from where we started. Did you hear Desan McCullough's uh, good football player again? Yeah, a couple weeks. Some had the take that he wasn't <laughs> any good, but there is a, a video from practice today. Uh, it's not going viral yet. It's got a chance to go viral in the OU community, but I guess they were doing goal line stuff today. And I'm looking at a play where Desan McCullough. Uh, it, it looks pretty good, like in all seriousness. It's right at the goal line at the one, and Desan McCullough makes a hit in the backfield at about the three-yard line for about a two-and-a-half-yard loss. So he blew that play up. It actually looks pretty good. So okay. every, everyone will over-evaluate that four-second play, I'm sure. But nice. It did, but it did look good. It did look good. It does look good. Um, Have you seen it yet? I'm watching it right now. Not the best snap to Jackson Arnold. So yeah. the, the play offensively doesn't get off to the best start. Yeah. Well, um, I like it. I and you know, for him, the the more plays he he makes like that, the the more confidence he gets, the more uh, you know, the more he's going to be suited for that role and continue to grow and develop and be eager to get out there and learn more and to make more plays. So I like that he's he's having some success, and I know that. There's there's a frustration from people right away, but like I said, man, you've got to give the guy a little bit of time. 
they're not even 10 practices in yet or right around 10 practices in a new defense playing a totally foreign position. All right. And I don't know. Is that what he's – are they going to keep him at that spot? Are they going to move him inside? Is he going to maybe try edge? Like I don't know. I think for the time being, he's probably going to stay at that cheater role. And I think he just needs some time. I don't think like, – there's other places and other reasons to panic. I don't think McCullough, um, you know, needing a little bit of time to get acclimated to a, a foreign position – is, is any reason to get worried. By the way, the uh, text line disagrees with you, uh, Greg, from Lawton being one. Uh, wrong planet. wasn't Pluto. It was, uh, well, you could probably guess, Uranus. Or Uranus. Is that the correct <laughs> correct way to actually say it? Uranus? Uh, maybe. Regardless, we, know, we get the yeah, joke. That's probably how people say it now, but that is not how you're supposed to say it. Agree. Yeah, immature fifth and sixth graders is the reason they changed it. Pretty That's sad good. excuse if you if you ask me. That's right. What uh, I'm I'm curious what the text line thinks since we're less than two weeks away from the spring game. What the spring game overreaction is going to be? Is it going to be? I know that, what it's going to uh, be. One of your freshman running backs. <laughs> Maybe no. we'll have one, two, three. What's, what's it going to be? It's going to be Jackson Arnold's better than Dylan Gabriel. Well, I said overreaction, Teddy. Not something that might be true. Well, um, what, I, kidding, but yes, that's going to be, I'm sure, a very popular take if he makes a couple more throws. That's probably going to be a popular take because he's he's young. Uh, people haven't seen him before, and because of that, he'll be afforded more leeway in making mistakes and be given more praise on the wow plays, right? Uh, Dylan Gabriel does not have that ability as an experienced guy, a, um, a starter returning for another year, played a lot of college football. His mistakes are going to be over-scrutinized, and his successes or his big plays will be explained away by, well, that's a third-team defense or, you know, that's that's just how it goes. I mean, that's the nature of it. You just have to expect that. I feel like, uh, and I guess we'll find out this year who's who's right about it, I feel like Dylan Gabriel, as much as maybe nationally this team is undervalued and maybe they're valued a little bit more here locally, I feel like the exact opposite is true at quarterback for this team. I feel like Dylan Gabriel is valued nationally better than what he is locally going into this year. There's no doubt. Yeah, well, hey, I get it. When you go six and seven, uh, you're going to catch some arrows. That's how it goes. And, you know, some of them, rightfully so. Others, you know, it just comes with being the quarterback. uh, But, you know, that's just what's going to happen. But I'll just tell you right now that Jackson Arnold's got – he's got snap, all right? The way he moves, the way he runs, the way he throws, he's – it looks good. It looks impressive. So just gear up and get ready it's for it. It's going to be easy to be imp- – if you're looking to be impressed by him, he's going to give you reasons to be impressed with the way that he moves, the way that he throws, all that. That's sure. right. It, like, if you're looking to have that take coming out of the spring game that he's the best quarterback, you probably won't have to look that hard, I would imagine. That's right. No, I'm sure it's going to be the first time he's played in a game with uh, 
50 mile per hour winds in a uh, light drizzle. In what running back is going to look the best? Chapman McCown. That's on the text line. He's going to have over 100 yards, and old fans will say he's got to get more touches. Um, maybe. Who do you think is going to be the one of the two freshmen, most likely? Um, I doubt we even see Barnes. Yeah. With, with not no. seeing Barnes probably at all, I think that we'll see Salchuk a little, but you don't want to exit spring with two hurt running backs. So probably, yeah, what, what are your two run, your freshmen most likely? I I think um, everyone's going to be talking about Hicks. I, and I guess you got more – two scholarship freshmen, I guess I should say, because yeah. McCown's a freshman too. I think Hicks will be – Hicks will be the talk at running back. He's number zero. He's the one that got popped on that play we were just talking about from Desan McCullough, but would agree with that. Andrew Anthony will be um, be the, the talk at wide receiver. This is my guess. Um, let's see. What position should we hit next? Um, is anyone at offensive line ever really the talk? Mm, no, not really. No, I, it'll be more about like the offensive line can be a, a talk. It'll just be the entire unit versus one individual player, right? Um, and but reg- it, I, I don't think you're gonna have it. You're gonna have it where the offensive line completely dominated, or oh man, those young players out on the edge, they had their way with the OU offensive line. Like, right. O line or D line is gonna be the talk. One will be positive, one will be negative. That's what I feel like is gonna happen. Um, I'll give you an offensive lineman that I feel like may stick out. Okay. Caden Green. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, in terms of offensive linemen, we're going to be watching closely. He's probably in the top three. Yeah. Along, and, with, I mean, because you know how it is, you know, watching the young players, um, pretty closely. He's done, he's done a really good job so far this spring. Um, coming in, he's playing tackle. Because uh, they're because they've been thin there, and, and not just because they've been thin there. I mean, that's where he projects. Um, but I, I think you hope that if you're healthy and everything's good, that you'll be you'll have Rouse and uh, Guyton at tackle, and then maybe he'll have an opportunity to to compete, maybe get on the field at at guard. But uh, right now, he's been playing tackle and is doing a really really good job. So. Uh, on the offensive line, I think people, because he's a big dude and he moves well, um, so I think people may be talking about Caden Green. Don't let Adabare make a big play. You know, some some um, some freshmen are, you had, you had to look at the roster to see what number he's wearing, and, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard about him through recruiting, but, okay, there he is, and you get a night. Uh, you're not going to have to look very hard to, to find P.J. Adabare. Right. Kind of sticks out. Um. Yep, he could he could stick out, make some plays. Let's see. Someone uh, says backer. someone says feel in the nine one eight talking oh, about feel. Pachotti. Hell no, feel. Uh, he he does kind of stick out. He looks good, man. True freshman, yeah. Body he's wise, big. I mean, he, yeah, he's big. He's you know he's a bit out of control and chaotic out there, which is totally uh, expected. He finally started wearing gloves, which he looks a thousand times better at linebacker now because that he's got gloves on. Um, but yeah, I, I imagine because he's a thumper now. It, whether or not he knows where he's supposed to be, 
is questionable, but he'll hit you, which also brings up, like, I bet a bunch of people are talking about Kobe McKenzie. Yeah, I, that's I honestly you. that's actually out of all the names that we've just listed, that's a that's that might be the best pick. And there there's got to be there's got to be some urgency from him, not urgency, but a real want to like announce his presence kind of on that stage. Yeah. Um he will I I I don't know, he may have 30 snaps and of the 30 snaps he may have 20 negatives but i can promise you within those 30 snaps he's going to absolutely destroy somebody uh, someone from it's the 918 did the wide receiver who caught a long touchdown pass at last year's spring game have a great season last year you're talking about Jaden gibson didn't he have a long touchdown oh, yeah. catch last year yeah. did he have who a great season him? was it bowens threw it to him i think that's right um no he did no. not have a great season last year didn't catch the football all that well um i'll tell you someone who'll stick out uh, Harrington at Cheetah will stick out because the dude just he's got more bounce than anyone on the field at all times. Looks like a looks like a deer the way he moves around out on the field. It's impressive. Do you guys? Oh no, no wrong. JG Wentworth says Dalen Smothers, Joe Mixon light. Yeah, let that let that be a take coming out of the spring game. Smothers Who's is Smothers? Joe Mixon light. Uh, Dalen Smothers, the other the other running back. Ah, what number is he? Dalen Smothers is number seven, uh, 5'11", 187. So a little bit off from uh, Joe Mixon's uh, measurables there. Okay. No, he looks good too, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's number seven? Okay. Yeah. He looks good. Uh, Bowman is on the text line. I, can't, I mean, I kind of expect Billy Bowman to look like he's in charge back there and got I'd- everything in order. I don't expect uh, Bauman to play a whole lot. Well, he may not, but still, when he's in there, I mean, yeah. he'll he'll, he'll like, look what I expect. I think he's one of the guys that's he's operating on such a level now that he may get two series. You know, uh, any idea on spring game ticket sales so far? I bet a lot would go just to see JFA. I haven't heard anything on spring game ticket sales. You guys are the best gauge of that, to be honest. So we can do a roll call soon on who's all going. Who's going? I haven't anymore. heard either. Uh, I know this though, Tyler, and I'm not sure how many people out there know it. Uh, might as well give the information now. Kyler Murray's got a Heisman uh, statue unveiling. Really? Same day as the spring game. Is it? Yes. Uh, is it before the spring game or after the spring game? Mm, I don't think they've announced that. Uh, yet. Okay. Yeah. But there will be a statue there. Yeah. Okay. Supposed to be. Is he playing? Um, is he playing video games at halftime on the jumbotron? Come on, man! Too soon. <laughs> too, come on! You made that joke three weeks ago. It was way too soon then. I it, it it was better timed whenever I said. Uh, it, okay? Gutter from Grove Spring Game will be Bevel's Redemption Bowl. Uh, one okay. More. This is actually kind of interesting. Four oh five. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm interested in seeing the kicking during the spring game. Yeah, you're not lying there. Um, how many different kickers we will see will be also fascinating. If we are talking about kickers on Monday, something bad has taken place. Unless Reddy hits a 63-yarder against the wind. Yeah, I, I'm i just saying, like, typically if you're talking about kickers after the spring game, it's not because something great happened. 
I would imagine. Well, that's let's not let's avoid that situation. Already being yeah. we got enough to worry about right now. Let's not be worried about kicker on top of everything else coming out of spring ball, please. Yeah, that's right. Um, who else do I think may? Uh, well, Bothroyd, you just tell me that he's a game. Uh, he's a playmaker, not flashy, but just just gets the job done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People may be talking about Bothroyd on Monday, but it's going to be like a shock that he made as many plays as he did and won as many pass rushes as he did. I'm just telling you right now, and I mean this in the best way. I I really enjoy watching him play. I do. He is, he's a technician. He's good with his hands. He he does everything that you ask of him. But you'll never see just, him make a tackle. <laughs> no, you will. He'll make he'll make plays. He will. But he he does not look like a starting defensive end at the University of Oklahoma. Well, that's why he wasn't in the NFL draft. Yeah, he's transferred from right. Wake Forest to OU for sure. Uh, Sooner in Payne County. Appreciate the interaction. It says. Statue unveiling is about 11.30, I believe, on the day of the spring game, so before the game starts. Yeah, we, yeah. we were just kidding. But, th- yes, thank you, though. That's right, though. Newly released. Thank you for that. Just announced it is before the spring game. Uh, please don't let Kicker have as much of an impact as last year. Ooh. That's a texture in the 405. Well, Tyler, is it your opinion that we have – uh, increased our margin for error over last year? I think the team will be better and the schedule will be worse. So as of right now, yes, I think so. But okay. just because they've increased it does not mean that important kicks will not have to be made several times next year. Right. So kicker will still have a large impact on the season next year. That's right. And really, in your like the bigger football games that you play, that yes, obviously. Yep. As you as you play better and better competition, you get to games that matter. It, the separation is going going to become very small. So, yeah, I agree. All right, uh, let's hit a timeout, shall we? Quick timeout. Keep hitting the text line six five one three four three nine. We'll continue to get to some of those text messages next. Here from Newcastle. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress-up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. Come out and shop or call the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club at 405-325-6716. Give hell the bird with Mallard Construction and Roofing. Mallard Construction and Roofing is your full-service residential roofing and restoration company. Family-owned and operated, Mallard wants to make a difference in every aspect of the process from bidding to completion of the job. As 2023 Reader's Choice Awards Best Roofer, we have all the tools necessary to make your job successful. Give hell the bird today and call Mallard Construction and Roofing at 405-364-4501 for your free quote. You're simply the Showplace Theater is back at Riverwind and with some of the best acts around. Like Earth, Wind & Fire, June 23rd. 
Collective Soul, July 21st. Josh Turner, July 28th. Dwight Yoakam, August 19th. REO Speedwagon, September 8th. And Chicago, September 15th. It's easy to see why Riverwind is the best casino experience. Attention all Sooner fans. Don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 Oklahoma football season today. Season tickets start at $400, and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash commit23. That's Soonersports.com slash commit23. Or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Looking to give your house a spring refresh? Wonder House Design and Consign has just what you're looking for. Wonder House, voted Norman's number one consignment store, is a boutique furniture store. Along with friendly service, they have an expert design team. They have an extensive fabric selection and specialize in upholstery, wallpaper, draperies, and window coverings. Custom bedding and cushions, too. They'll pick up and deliver your furniture. Call Wonder House today, 405-701-4048, or visit them at 1284 Interstate Drive in Robinson Crossing. Be sure to follow Wonder House on Instagram and Facebook. Dreaming of your own backyard oasis? Be the envy of your neighborhood and let Signature Custom Pools help you create the perfect poolside paradise. Their professional design expertise can transport you into your own Mystic Falls, suburban sanctuary, or Mediterranean retreat. Settle into an endless vacation, entertain your family, friends, and get the signature touch with Signature Custom Pools. Call them for a free consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com today. Hundreds of Oklahoma teenagers have no family, few options, and often nowhere to turn. But older kids need foster and adoptive families too. The Oklahoma Department of Human Services has hundreds of teenagers waiting, hoping that you'll decide to make a difference in their life. Call the Oklahoma Department of Human Services and become a foster or adoptive parent. You will forever change a child's life and your own. You've made a big difference in my life. Thank you. Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you the sour of the rush. OU football currently out uh, on the practice field. Took the Easter holiday off. They're back at it again on this Monday. Spring game coming your way a week from Saturday. Feels like most of the teams in college football will be playing this Saturday. Texas will have their spring game. USC, Georgia, Colorado, Clemson, A&M. It just seems like this coming weekend, is like the big spring game weekend in college football. Then OU and uh, some others will close it up on the 22nd. But really the big news this weekend was OU getting a four-star quarterback, Michael Hawkins Jr., for the 2024 yeah. class. His dad, you played with him in 2002. And we've told this story a couple of times, but left the program after 2002 and made it mm -hmm. to the NFL. But did he go from OU to the Arena League immediately I after that 02 season? 
I think so. Took the road less traveled. Um, bet on himself. I, you know, I don't know what the catalyst of that was, why why he made that move at the time he did. But, um, yeah, played in the arena until he was uh, eligible to go to the NFL and found his way. And, and uh, you know, like I remember him going to Green Bay. I'm not sure yeah. where he went after that. Uh, or how long he was there, but um, I saw him not too long ago out of OU practice. He um, he's an exceptional athlete, and I expect uh, his two boys probably are as well. Like I haven't seen his son, the quarterback, play, but I dual threat guy. I'm assuming Tyler. He's, and- his dad was extremely athletic. That's why it was unprecedented to go from college football to the Dallas Desperados and then the Green Bay Packers, the Browns and the Vikings, then the Cowboys, Bucks and Raiders. But he was uh, extremely gifted athletically and he passed that down to his two sons who were football players as well. Yeah. So what do you expect is uh, he's a four-star now, just like uh, the Arnold kid was, uh, you know, at the time whenever he committed to Oklahoma. Is he going to be a player that we expect draws other recruits to commit at some point? Well, yeah, um, including a five-star tight end in the 2025 class that might reclassify to 2024. So set to graduate in 25 right now and rated as a five-star tight end, Devon Mitchell. But there's rumor or thought that he's going to reclassify to 2024 and be a part of this recruiting class. So I brought this up a couple of times, but if he stays in 2025, he'll be a five-star. If he's in the 2024 class, his ranking will change. I don't know if he'll still be a five-star. It's just I can't remember the last time OU's gotten a five-star tight end in recruiting. Jermaine Gresham was rated very high, but I think he was just a four-star coming out of Ardmore. Well, i got to imagine there's not – yeah, there's not several yeah. five-star tight ends. Sure, yeah, no, that's it's probably exactly. fairly rare. You got to be, you got to be a dude to be a five-star tight end in in recruiting. So, what do we think? Are we? Do we want that to happen? Do we want him to reclassify? Um, or is this something where it's it's got to be better? I mean, and it's different for every every kid, obviously. But my goodness. You're asking a a kid that's you know just going to be a, a a junior come to OU or at least uh, um, sign at OU before his junior year and be that early. That man, that's that's I wild. Yeah, I I mean there will be opportunities after this year when Stogner's gone, but are you willing to? I mean, maybe this kid's so good that he'll be in the mix where he should be a yeah. high school senior, but that's that's still going to be pretty difficult. Yeah. I mean, de- development-wise, you know, for sure. Just because he comes and is here that early doesn't necessarily mean that he, he can't redshirt and still take his time, but I don't know. That's that's interesting. I am, uh, I'm curious as to what you think, which, by the way, current recruiting rankings, it's way early. Texas is 48, OU is 49, and Nebraska's at 50. So kind of interesting to have three uh, – you know, common opponents yeah. there a little bit. Um, there was a there was a, a writer that used to cover Clemson, and I think she's more on the national scene now. But she had three reasons that she, what makes Brent Venable such a great recruiter. 
mm-hmm. interested to hear what you think makes Britt Venable such a great recruiter, and we'll compare it with what she said. Okay. Um, number one is energy. Yep, she said that. People, people that have high energy and – and feel like if you've got a lot of energy, it always feels like you're happy to be somewhere, whether that's at a recruit's house or hosting them in your office or on your practice field. He's got a lot of energy, and that tends to be spontaneous. When people are are massively outgoing and excited to see you and anxious to get over and talk to you, that usually makes people feel good so i would say energy number one i think um i think he's authentic i think can that go with loyalty because that was one of them loyalty um yeah perhaps i I, you know what i was going to say about it is i what you see is what you get and whenever he whenever he makes a decision that he wants you to come play for him he's relentless in pursuing that because like there's it's not for it's not for a ranking it's not for anything other than the truth is that he wants to coach you and i think that comes across really well to players like that's what the conversation usually is is like how excited he is about the opportunities that you'll have and what you can do and how he envisions, envisions you fitting in and like, you know, who he thinks you play like or could be like. And I think that comes across really well for people. Uh, one more. Do you have one, one more? Yeah, one more. Um, kind of the more obvious one as, as a hint as to m- what he can more- sell, what makes him a good recruiter. What just because of his success yeah, as a record. Yeah. track record? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think that matters, but you know, there's people that don't have a good track record that recruit really well too, um, and I think that he would recruit well if he was still trying to build his track record. You know, I think I think the things that you get from him are. Um, He's just—he's a unique individual. There's—I don't know many other people like him that operate at, you know, such an energy level. And as a recruit, it's—it's it's awesome. I mean, you—you you feel like, oh my gosh, like if I'm near that and I'm a part of that, think of the possibilities. Um, evaluation was also something that was mentioned there, which I think is. Obviously, he's done a heck of a job evaluating linebackers, really just defensive players as a whole, but yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has. He's got – he's coached really, really, really good linebackers everywhere that he's been. Jeff Kelly, Mark Semino at uh, Kansas State, long list of guys at Oklahoma and obviously at Clemson. Yeah, and, and he does – I mean, he's – I'm sure that he has a type, someone that, you know, like ideally size, what you know, just all of that. Like, he, I'm sure he has a preferred type, but it feels like uh, he's coached elite linebackers of all different body types. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of different guys. Um, you, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
And, you know, I think that that is a testament that the techniques and the method he has at coaching the position work across the board. You know, it's yeah. it's it's the method that, that actually works, I think. Uh, text line for the 918. Cousin coaches football in Texas said, Brent Venables can talk a seed out of a watermelon, LOL. <laughs> uh, I've never heard that, but I, I haven't like either. that. I like uh, it. From the 405, BV falls under recruits but doesn't have a clue as a head coach, John Blake, part two. To be fair, well, John Blake never had a six-win season. Huh? Yeah. Um, I don't – I mean, I – hey, I get it. I understand. Six and seven in year one is bad. And there were moments where the football team just flat out did not look good. But – they weren't, like, deciding to run the option in the middle of the year. I guess they kind of did that whenever they didn't have their quarterback against Texas, but you had a reason for uh, the way that whole thing went down. So I think that's a bit dramatic. <laughs> I'd say a tad dramatic. But one more for the 405. Any talk on Canik? How's he looking? Need to hear something good about my boy. Okay, can I at least um... – offer you some optimism about this defense is that spot where Canick is at was one of the bigger question marks on the defense going into spring and maybe he's had a good spring thus far I think it's been more about Kobe McKenzie can we at least throw some optimism that a guy like Kobe McKenzie and maybe even Jaron Canick have played some really good football so far this spring and maybe you feel a little bit better about that other backer spot uh, alongside Danny Stutzman. Um, not really. Oh, but God. I gave you an opportunity. I thought it was going to be there. Let me say this. Oh, man. Let me say this. Believable. I, I don't know what we get from that position, the Mike backer spot, this coming season. Um, I think there's, I think regardless if it's Kobe McKenzie or Canick, I think there's going to be moments of, like, there's going to be flashes of really impressive play, and there's going to be a lot of mistakes made as well. So it's hard to really pinpoint what, what to fully expect there. But I will give you this bit of optimism. Oh, okay. At least it gets something here. H- half credit. I feel very, very strongly that both Jaron Kanick and Kobe McKenzie are both going to be excellent football players at Oklahoma. I just, I don't know necessarily what that time frame is going to be. That's going to be up to those guys. I'm going to get you by the end of spring. We're going to be having some rave reviews about things. Are you going to practice on Wednesday, by the way? Oh, I don't know. Perhaps. Okay. Well, hopefully it's a good day. Yeah. We could control the rest of the week for us. Try and get out there. Yeah. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. A couple of segments left here from Newcastle Casino. Stay tuned. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress-up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands, like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matt. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Still time for you to interact with the show on the text line, 405-651-3439.
I, uh, I, I tallied up the votes quickly on our uh, Twitter page at KREF Sports, and it looks like Derek and Sterling Shepard are the winners of the best father-son duo in OU yeah. football history. Yeah. Not a shock. Not a shock. It was, um, dare I say, a convincing win for Derek and Sterling Shepard. You know, a quarter of the uh, responses are jokes, you know. <laughs> trying to say something funny, so I guess that makes it a little bit easier. But Derek and Sterling Shepard, out of the serious votes that were on there, got got a large majority. It's Yeah, it's hard to disagree with. Hard to disagree with. Uh, plenty of really good opportunities, though, or uh, options, rather. And uh, we also have other opportunities in the works, possibly, that could be uh, could be taking shape. I mean, there's a bunch of good former players out there that have the kids coming up through the ranks. Scott. We hear about someone new, it seems like, weekly. Scott and Jordan Evans, Kent and Sam Bradford, Derek and Sterling Shepard, Jim and Seth Luttrell, Jason and Gavin Freeman, Danny and Mark Bradley, I feel like Danny and Mark Bradley might be the underrated uh, duo of, of that list. Yeah. There's a, there, there's a few more I could have listed. Those, those are kind of the heavy hitters, but Danny and Mark Bradley, pretty good. I, I'm still laughing at um, the BYU guy I talked to today, the radio <laughs> analyst that was still so shocked. Like, really? OU fans are excited to come to Provo? Like, like, seriously, right? And I didn't want to spoil <laughs> his good time because, they're, you know, they're so excited about coming to the Big 12. I get it. Yeah, it's probably the best conference that they've ever played in in program history, right? I thought about going off and saying, well, yeah, dude, think about it. We're used to playing in Ames and Lubbock and Stillwater and Manhattan. Of course we're excited to go to Provo where there's actually some scenery. But I didn't want to totally, like, uh, you know, put it that way and make him think, oh, maybe we still shouldn't be so excited yeah. about going to the, these places on the road here now. We suck. We just suck less. <laughs> um my, I, I, what other conferences have they been in? They were in the Mountain West. They were yeah. in the Big West, I think, nice. at one point. Were they ever in the WAC? I don't know if they were ever in the WAC, but most recently, obviously, they were independent. But they, they've been in a few. Wow. Yeah, that's typically not a good sign whenever you've been in a bunch of different conferences. And none of, all of them uh, have West in them. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, but I wonder how long it's going to take them to realize. Like, they're just so excited about the Big 12. I think they should be because it's a good opportunity for the program. Right. But how long it's going to take for them to say, golly, the road trips in this conference, they suck. Oh. And no one sells out their ticket allotment when they come to Provo. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about it. Maybe um, I'll be all excited to go out there and – Say, boy, this was a big disappointment. But I don't know. I, it's something different. It's it's it, gonna be it's gonna be cool for what it is. I don't think that. I, at least I don't think. We'll yeah. leave Provo saying that was better than Nebraska, or that was better than Ohio State and Tennessee. Like I'm going to guess it's not going to be on that list. It's going to be on a list of its own. Of yeah, like BYU was a it was a cool fun trip. The scenery was awesome. It was it was great. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Well, I guess if you go into it, win a double overtime thriller, then that could obviously change. But yeah. I wouldn't expect, like, living up to the Tennessee and Ohio State road trips is a lot to ask. That's pretty tough ask. Right. Well, I don't know. I, I, 
I hope it's a, a good experience. I hope it's cool. Our our one shot to play out there before we move to a new conference. Um, I hope it's good. I hope, for that matter, I hope Cincinnati is is good as well. So. Uh, Drew from Flower Mound says, I just watched a two-minute, 12-second, or two-minute, 20-second video of that Seminole guy. I was born in 1999. Mark Seminole. To your point, watching video, he looks short, and I mean it says he was six foot. I think Lewis from Tampa is 5'11". To y'all's point, BV has different body types that mix and match, and I think Lewis Carter could be one of those next great BV linebackers. I'll just tell you right now that Lewis Carter and Mark Semino are not the same. Like, they may be the same height, but that's about it. Mark Semino is like 240 pounds and could absolutely fly. Dude could run. Uh, he was an incredible football player. And I'm not saying that Lewis Carter isn't. Like I would say Lewis Carter is more like, uh, Rufus Alexander. Sure. It just because like um Mark Semino was more and, and some of it is era, right? But Mark Semino was more of like a like a brute force like wrecking ball and Rufus was like a fluid instinctual like, he's one of the most instinctual, like, trigger and go-make-a-play guys that uh, has been at Oklahoma, at least during the time that I've, I've known the backers and watched the backers close. Um, and that's kind of what I expect Lewis Carter to be, like a quick trigger guy, not a not a brute force yeah, Mark, type of Mark guy. Mark Simino played in the right era where yeah. things were legal then that you'd be kicked out of the game for now. Yeah. It's like no neck, neck roll, and just, you know, downhill crushing people. But, you know, again, that was the era. Um, and he was heavy. He was like a 240-plus pound backer, uh, if I remember correctly. So, like, Lewis Carter, more like a, I, I would say even closer to, even though he, he played on the ball, like body type and like playmaking ability, like an Eric Stryker. Yeah. Who was a Brent Venables recruit? Um, boy, I tell you who's got some juice in recruiting right now, Michigan and Ohio State. Jeez. Yeah. Michigan's got the number two class. Ohio State's got the number four class. Ohio State, here they go again. They got two five-star wide receivers committed. We'll see if they can get anyone in the trenches or not and have a good defense, but Ohio State and Michigan, woo boy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I would predict that both have a top five class, but they will both absolutely – like. Harbaugh will have a chance to have maybe his highest ranked class that he's had since he's been there. And do, do they have a they have a five star quarterback? There's right? only That's two gonna... five star quarterbacks right now. This year's quarterback class is not like last year, um, right? Do, uh, in, in yes, Michigan has one. Dylan Raiola is the other. Jaden Davis, yeah. and he's from like uh, North Carolina, I think. So it's not wow. like he was in their own backyard or anything. All right. Um, impressive. Good stuff. All right. Let's hit a quick timeout, final timeout. We'll come back and wrap things up. Newcastle Casino, maybe a chance for uh, a final text message, 651-3439. We'll be back. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans. More Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma.